You're listening to the Mobcast Network. This after the end of the last episode. Why are we doing it's just another Mando Monday? Next week, next week. We should work. You know, you're really good at writing those kind of songs. You should write that up for us. We'll sing it. You can write it. <laughs> Done. I need lyrics. Yeah. We can find a karaoke track. We could record it. <laughs> then we, we can have, make that then, happen. Then we have Lucasfilm, Disney, and the Go Go's after us. Or no, Bangles. So, so far, this will be the. Um, third episode of Mando Mondays and I have yet to be sued by Disney. That's it? So, so new records. By the way, I have a piece of music at some point to play for you where some guy took the Rocky theme song and the Mandalorian title sequence and mashed them. Awesome. Is that ridiculous. Was it better than the Cowboy Bebop one we saw the Nothing's other day? Nothing's better than the Cowboy Bebop one. Okay. We'll talk about those because I've actually got them in the show notes to mention them. Look at me doing show notes. Look at us being on the same page. We were in sync a second ago. I'm really happy with I'm your Native American pop culture spirit god, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, our Jedi Master. Hey, JD. I hate JD. <laughs> JD Giggles. Dr. JD Giggles. Remember Dr. Giggles? Remember Dr. Teeth? Yeah. Dr. Mandibles. From yes. last week. <laughs> last week. Dr. Amazon. There's a lot of doctors in Star Wars. None of them help people. <laughs> if you see a doctor in Star Wars. Run! Run! Run, Luke! Run! Okay, so the only doctor that the, the only doctors I know that help anybody in Star Wars are two one B and FX seven. Yeah, F and Robots. Right, because they, they helped Luke in his diaper bath but, and and hot. But, but they're not and called doctors. They didn't go through four years of medical training. Yes, they did. <laughs> you no, they went you programmed. Don't, you don't know their life. I do. <laughs> they went, meet boop, here's a disc. <laughs> Clippy's like, He's would like, you like to do the large surgery? <laughs> Dude, it's like the Matrix. I know Kung Fu. He's like, I know heart surgery. <laughs> and then two wouldn't be at the end of Empire Strikes Back gives Luke a new hand. That's true. And um, Not a doctor. <laughs> and, then, and then the doctor gets sued by what's his name? Robot is not a doctor. And, and then at the end of episode three, the medical droids let Padme die of sadness. <laughs> so, oh, fair enough. Not a doctor. So two, yeah, but, but, but two, two out of three droid doctors are successful. <laughs> well, well, that could be great on the end of a Colgate commercial. <laughs> All we know are Amazon, Mandible, and Afra. Have any of them saved lives? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> How many have taken? Lives? All of them, maybe. I don't know about Mandible. I hope, I hope that Mandibles is a dentist. If he's not, it is a just a ruined opportunity. Talk to Mandible. He is like the he's the kind of dentist that would take a smoke break. Right. <laughs> like, uh, hold 
Oh, I'm one second. Or whatever he talks about. Uh, we also have the man who puts men into no. mendos. <laughs> Wait, I want to be the man who puts men into mandibles. The man who puts men into mandibles. <laughs> no, I want to just call him the fresh maker. <laughs> I've done that for weeks. Um, uh, Koss himself. Drew, what's up, Koss? Hello. I love our introductions are like 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> All right, we got 10 minutes to talk about man at all. I don't know what I just said, but we only have 10 Mando. minutes. <laughs> Mando. Man, I would, I'd have been a hoe from there, mind. We'll get there in a minute. Ooh. Not, not Bo-Katan, but Bo-Katan's friend, she was cute. You know who that is? You don't know who that is, do you? No. Like, Scotty, cue up the music. It's boss time! <laughs> it's boss time? We have music for that? Huh? Sasha Banks. Professional wrestler. WWE. Was it? Women's champion. The boss. So I wasn't. I was confused. So I didn't know if you. I, I, I didn't know if you meant like the oh, bounty the hunter boss. What? No, the girl. Yeah, the girl. I heard boss as well. It's boss. Her name. It's Sasha. That's what makes it so awesome. Sasha Banks. Her song is "It's Boss Time," and then she comes out. So, but what makes it great, Star Wars, <laughs> is that it could be "It's Boss Time" <laughs> or Boosh or Boss no, from the the guy on the the flight deck. Yeah, I love that shit. I don't really love it. It's, I've never it's, seen it. It's good for like five minutes, and then you get the point. Oh, well, okay. Uh, I have some announcements before we go further. <laughs> it's like my wedding night. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just trying to work here. <laughs> Did he just lay down and let me do my job? <laughs> also, like my... Wait, never mind. <laughs> wow, that was... Uh, like my wedding night. So, uh, if you're free, Friday, November 20th. <laughs> We're doing a live cult movie cantina at uh, Poindexter's uh, for uh, Movember. We're from the, the Men's Health um, Charity. We, you know, we're, you know, all three of us here are dudes. We talked about a little bit last week of how we're dudes. <laughs> and uh, so we got a big show coming up. We're going to do Roadhouse. we got uh, door prizes. And we're, we're building together a nice raffle box. That's cool. So it's going to be pretty awesome. We're trying to raise some money. So uh, come out. Uh, that's uh, this Friday, uh, December 20th. At no, six thirty, November, November, yeah, November twentieth. Uh, at uh, six thirty, I'm looking at December because I have another, I have a thing for December. No, you reminded me of something my daughter did the other day. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, uh, we are teaming up with not we, but oh, and you guys are more welcome if you want to come to this too. But um, Call Movies teaming up with the uh, Rocky Horror Society to show um, the room. <laughs> Oh boy! At the Crescent, they're doing it December fourth and fifth at nine p.m. There's we're going to be involved somehow. Um, they contacted me today, so um, we're I know we're going to be there at least one of those days. Uh, uh, Steph and Justine and I is is the room the one with uh, Brie Larson? <laughs> uh, he's not wrong. <laughs> she did she, she did win an Oscar for going. Oh, hey, Mark. <laughs> First of all, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. So, it's it would be great. I'm hoping beyond hope that he has no idea what we're talking about, and that was an honest question. What what was the name she? uh, What was the name of the movie she won her Oscar for? Room. Okay. So is this an honest question? Yeah, I mean, because the what the Haymark that wasn't the room that was the Haymark that was the the disaster artist or whatever, no. which is based on a movie. It's called the room. Called the room. I thought I didn't know it was no, called the room. That's why it was so funny. That's, no, right. that's, that's great. Was, I don't care. Beautiful moment. 
Hey, hey, look at me not being flustered. I just, oh, I have no, no idea. No, we it just made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm just saying, she was in a movie called The Room. No, it's absolutely no, accurate. She was in a movie called Room. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a movie called The Room. <laughs> With what's his name? Tommy Wiseau. That one. Tommy Wiseau, yeah. yeah uh, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Wouldn't it have been great, though, if she said that after she blew through Thanos' ship? Right. She's like, oh, 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 hi, Thanos. <laughs> yes. I would take it. Well, every time we, we pick up the DSLRs, or because the, the, they're all Mark whatever's, so I'm always like, oh, hi, Mark, it works. <laughs> and and the guys, we're all into it, so that's just, it's our giggle thing. It's yeah, so fun. I mean, I get that part. Right. My kids do it all the time. So, December 4th and 5th at uh, 9 p.m. at the Crescent. Um, we'll have uh, it's info in our show notes uh, as soon as I get it. Um, it's just made my day. You're welcome. <laughs> so I did a thing. Um, Hasbro has this thing called Hasbro Labs, Haslabs, and um, Hasbro, the toy company. And this, it's kind of like their Kickstarter. They'll come up with a toy design and say, hey, do you want to buy this? It cost X. If we get 6,000 people, we'll make it. And so they started this off like two years ago with like making um, a sail barge, a job of sail barge at the scale for like the action figures we grew up with, the little three and three quarter inch. Oh, yeah, right. So it's huge. It's huge. It's like five feet long. It's, it's like the USS flag. Nice. And it was $500. And I was like, no, that's okay. I'm not, I don't like Jabba that much. Right. <laughs> so I passed on it. And so, um, however, they've, they've made a razor's crest. Oh, snap. And so I wasn't going to do it because I was like, I, it? I liked Mandalorian. Mandalorian was cool. I, I don't, I mean, you know, the office has some toys for decoration, but I don't collect a lot of toys. I mostly, I collect autographs, what, what my main autograph is. I said for decoration. <laughs> I was looking. I was I was emphasizing the decoration by looking at oh, it for I you. Oh, I got you. I thought you were like, no, he loser. Anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't say that discreetly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He would not. Um. So, uh, it was three after after tax and all said done. It was three hundred eighty four dollars. But let me tell you what it is. So it's thirty inches long. It's two scale. It came with. It only was going to come with a Mandalorian with like a cloth cape figure, you know, figure, and so to, to fly it, right? You can take it apart like the Jawas took it apart. It's got a carbon freezing chamber. It's got a toilet. It's got holy <laughs> vacuum. I mean, it's yeah, it's vacuum. It's got it's it's like super detailed, right? And so, and much like a Kickstarter, you know, when they had stretch goals, you know, kind of like, well, if we get this many, this is the things we unlock. And the first thing they unlocked was like a, a skate pod, which I didn't know the Razor Crest has, but so we may see her escape pod in a future episode. And so I was like, well, that's uh, whatever. I'm not that interested. Then they were like, all right, so the next one is a, uh, here's a, a Baby Yoda and that pram he had at the end of the f- first season, the one that the um, Quill builds for him. Okay, that's cool. And then they were like, all right, uh, we're going to put four carbonite blocks. So all the four guys. Oh, wow. No way. So you can, you know, if, if we get this level, you get the, so you get, you know, Horatio Sands and the lady and then the, uh, there's a Rodian and then there's a guy that's modeled after George Lucas. And so you get those. Jorge Sakul? Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. You get a nice pullback. And so I was like, okay, that, I, knowing me, I'm, I'm, carbonite's my thing. I love it. And I was like, okay, they almost got me there. And then they were like, all right, next is a stand, so you can stand it up so it looks like it's launching off and it's going to be cool. And then the final thing was, oh, and now here's a jaw with an egg. And I was like, (laughs) sold American. So so I get a jaw with an egg, the four carbonite pieces of the stand, Yoda, uh, um, uh, Kevin. Ke- well, yeah, Kevin and then um, uh, uh, Din. Din, you know, Din Jaren. And and the, and the Razor Crest, which is gorgeous. So 
so I bought it. So we're going to have it when it gets here. It should be here spring next year, summer or early summer. Uh, I would love to use your micro camera oh, yeah, on sure. that. We're going to do an oh, unboxing yeah. and it's going to get awesome. They sold 28,000 of these things. Holy moly. They made about $12 million on just this campaign. It's genius. And it's scarcity. Just, right, it's scarcity. So, so trust me, if I had the money, I'd have bought two and held one for a year or two and sold it later. Yeah. It's going to... Mean, and the, then retired. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't think retired, but like the... Um, the Java's Palace, uh, the the sale bars came with like a yak face. The yak face on eBay just by himself is half what you would have paid for the the sale barge. Wow! So I'm like, crazy. it's right. It's it's crazy. I'm we're gonna open our stuff, so I'm not worried about it. But so twenty eight thousand eight hundred people got the raise request, which and it was, it's well, it's they sold. I had to get it clarified. It's it, they sold twenty eight thousand eight hundred razor crests. So, so you know, because you could buy multiples. Yeah. So I had to clarify if it was right. people or, or how many they're making. So, which is cool for like collectors. You now know there's a finite number. So you know how many are there? Well, there's twenty eight thousand eight hundred of those. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of yep. cool. Cool. So, uh, I just wanted to talk about that for a second. Um, so, um, you, uh, which one of you found it? The Cowboy Bebop. I don't know. Was it me? Yeah. I thought was it you. No. <laughs> it was you. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you, there. <laughs> There's a really cool uh, Cowboy Bebop uh, Mandalorian intro um, someone made that's just perfect almost. No, I'm, I'm so obsessed with it because I, I'm a huge Cowboy Bebop mm-hmm. fan. Like, right. It's my favorite. I'm not a big anime guy, but that one works. For right. Me. Let's then, go. Yeah, it's just so good. Uh, but it's the Mandalorian theme song. Yeah. Reworked into that jazz right. format. That's just like so. I follow that guy now on Instagram, and he's done that a few times right. in other, other shows. He's extremely talented cool well we're gonna play a sample we're gonna play a sample of it now because we can't play a lot of it we'll play a sample now Is that my cue? Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we're keeping that one in. <laughs> I was going to say, don't tell me I cut. I, I messed up our cut time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, I'll put the whole thing in our show notes so you can watch it. It's very much worth to watch. All right. Last, lastly, before we start the episode, I want to talk about um, uh, last week's episode a little bit. Uh, there has been some controversy. Oh my God! This is I ridiculous. saw that, and I, I wanted to get our feelings out about it because I think we're well, on the same page. Maybe well, we almost got into it in oh. the first ten minutes of last right. year, last week, last year. So Jeebus. feels like it, twenty twenty. The last weeks. So people are upset that um, Kevin was eating frog eggs, and. I was like, why are you upset? And then there's this whole thing about, well, in vitro fertilization and mothers who can't have children, that's just devastating for them to have their eggs eaten. And I'm like, where in a world would that happen? <laughs> I hope all those people are vegans and they've never eaten an egg. Right. I mean, that's all it's, we're talking about. Right. So it got so bad that Lucasfilm had to get So one of the guys who just... Yeah, the guy issued a, a statement saying, hey, it's like chicken eggs. It's not really... And then I got thinking about it and, I, and actually... Kind of 
um, I was doing some research on the, on the Moncals for this episode that I did put in, but I was doing some research, and there's a thing about the, the Moncal Mario the same way. Uh, they mate the same way where they have eggs and a bunch of eggs. They don't expect a lot of them to survive, so they don't have this like this attachment like we do to babies, because you know human beings have babies. We don't have a lot of them. We don't have like a litter of babies. Speak for yourself. You have three, <laughs> but two at once is a litter. She was super mad when she got home from the hospital and I had a, a box under the stairs for her instead of putting her in the bed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, I love you. So, um, I forgot where I was going. Sorry. Yeah, you derailed my train of thought Litters. there. So the, so the Moncals, they don't get attached. And so clearly the frog, frog people don't either. Right. And so it's a thing. So they're like, I know she was saying that, hey, it's our whole species, but there was enough to make. It, but it wasn't even the whole species. It was just her line. line. Right. It's her line. It yeah. was like Denethor. Oh, my line has ended. Nobody no, no, cares. No, my line has ended. Right. I have daughters. Well, yeah. So if you go down that route, how depressing is that for someone? Well, who you need to work call? on that, sir, and have a son. Nope. <laughs> we just had another scare. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh at your scare. Why are we laughing at your scare? Because it's is hilarious, off, and I saw the look on his face. Terrific. <laughs> terrific. What? Well, say? I just basically I took the bait. That's terrible. Nope. <laughs> what? No. Um, nope. So <clears throat> the the part I think. <laughs> That that makes it less. Well, first of all, it's not just fantasy and make believe. It's space fantasy and make believe in a species that doesn't truly exist. Right. But the fact that a she never noticed she was missing eggs. She can't count. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, it, it, like you're I saying, I think it's that though. I think it's the fact. That it's, so it's the same thing. If like we have a t- if we're making a talking dog show. Right, we have a dog, like a hero dog that talks, and that dog gets shot. You're gonna be like, "Oh my god, the dog!" Because there's just something magical about it. Right. I think what people are doing is because you had a sentience to right. the character. I think that's where me personally, I was like, "That's a little dark." It is. It's dark. However, not to jump too far into this week's episode, but and by that I mean the very end of it, uh, we see Kevin. Playing with one of the babies that is hatched. Is he playing with He's it? playing. I, if he's the parents weren't it. there, he may have gotten hungry. No, I but think we he's don't know. But I, it, it very looks because he's like, no, bye, when he leaves. Because he wants to eat it. Well, you know what? I don't think I kind of so. want to eat a baby chicken, but I'm going to wait till it grows up and has more meat on it, is all I'm saying. And I also want to eat the egg of a chicken. Yeah, I understand the egg. And I'll wait for the baby to grow up and have a chicken it's, legs. I, 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 I guess the thing, it just goes back to the sentience. That's the only issue that I could ever have. So you're saying, if I shot Foghorn Leghorn, you wouldn't eat him? Oh, I'd fry that shit up. And All right, then. Because <laughs> I say I say that'd be I good. Say, I say I say that KFC. <laughs> Especially if you uh, killed Porky the Pig and wrapped some bacon around it and smoked that son of a gun. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, I'm so hungry. I know too. The uh, the other side of this was like people were, were, were upset that they were making Kevin evil. It's not evil. And I'm like, no. First of all, he, I understand you think he's fifty. He's a toddler. They have no like impulse control, mm-hmm. or they want he's younger than a toddler. Right, 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 right. And so you know, he wants something. He just he gets it. 
and he also has magical powers to help him. Right. <laughs> and it's like, but that thing back where he found it also helped me. I mean, that's, it's like the whole Mike Wazowski thing. Like, that's, yeah, that's kids. I do like this episode. He's like, we mind our manners. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very parental in this episode. Because he's, I mean, he is... He's becoming dad over the last couple episodes. Really, honestly, dad. He's a terrible father, but he's still dad. Because yeah. he cares about it. Yeah, he does. But he just still travels a child into this way dangerous situations. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to touch on the controversy. I just thought it was. Sorry, I had a question, but we'll get to it in the middle of the actual episode talk because that's where it comes up. All right. So this week's episode is Chapter Eleven: The Heiress. Surprisingly, but to everybody, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, well, by everybody, well, like no one saw that coming, and everyone cheered. She got so much like fan like tweets and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. She woke up and was like, "Oh, I just the world is wonderful to me." <laughs> she, did, she did a fantastic job. She did yeah. a great job. She did it up. It's written, of course, by I John swore Favreau. Be Deborah Chow, by the way. I swore in my mind, I was like, "This is some Deborah Chow." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she watched the Deborah Chow episode. Went, okay, this is what you do. She probably called Deborah Chow and be like, "Hey, Deborah Chow, will you come direct <clears throat> for me?" And then I'll just slap my daddy's name on it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that could be taken wrong. Don't take it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't take this wrong. Uh, stars Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. Mystery mm-hmm. Rosas is back as our Frog Lady. Mercedes Kessner Vanardo, also you. known as Sasha, Sasha Banks. Banks, also known as <laughs> Snoop Dogg's cousin. Is she? Yep. Sweet. Yep. She's a Brodus. Yep. As okay. a, um, she's Costco Reeves. Katie Sackhoff. I'm sorry, her name is Costco. Costco. <laughs> Costco <laughs> Reeves. She's so her, She's like her a partner Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's like part big box store, part Superman. <laughs> uh, you you want to go there? I know I you want. So to bite my tongue. Something about horses. I know it. No, <laughs> it's just gonna be like, don't land that pack wrong, because <laughs> then you're gonna need a bigger pram than Kevin. Right. Uh, uh, Katie Sackhoff is uh, as Bo-Katan. This is her third series as Bo-Katan. Amazing. By the way, and I think if if you might correct me, but I think this is the first animated character played by the same person I have not ever seen it before in a live action show I have not seen you've no, I've never seen the transition before. so so there we go bunch of firsts Simon Cassinades as Chewy <laughs> out got <laughs> <laughs> <Tough> this podcast <laughs> Get off my podcast turn this I'll turn this around <laughs> Simon Cassinades as Axe Wolf Wolf's a Who's uh, Axe Wolf? He's the other Mandalorian. That's a cool name. Yeah, that's a good name. That's like, why isn't he the gunslinger? <laughs> <That's> a <laughs> well, because it's Wolf. Two <gasps> things I love: axes and wolves. Is he related to the to the Tower Republic Wolf? pilot? Tower Wolf? Who yeah. knows? Maybe. Ooh. This is the way. We're assholes. This is the way. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah. Yeah, but I think this is the way. Is like cultist. <laughs> is it spelled the same? Yeah, W O L F. They're both spelled like the animal. Huh. No German wolf. No German no wolf. No wolves. Nein, das ist nicht so gut. Our third Deadwood awesome. player, um, Titus Welliver, as the Imperial Captain. Which is awesome. Which Bosh. was awesome. Oh, that was, I like him because he's the man in black on Lost, so he yeah. got turned into the smoke monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon, sort of. <laughs> Moff Gideon's Hollow Gideon. head hollow. Uh, uh, Kevin Dorff as the deck officer. Kevin Dorff is an Emmy winner. For, he, he wrote for uh, he's wrote for a lot of comedy. So, it's, again, comedy writers. Is he related to Stephen? No. Okay. Uh, 
Is he related to Dorf, the golfer? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. Their first, first, yeah, right. His little brother. So our bounty puck is on Katie Sackhoff because I thought after being in three shows, she deserved to talk about her. And, and she's freaking the hottest woman ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> Until next week My or dirt. the week after. Facts, but my very <laughs> boner temporarily leans to her direction. It moves on its own. To Katie Sackhoff, yes. Okay, so she best seconds it. So Katie Sackhoff, best known as Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica's reboot. She's also been in. Did you remember the Bionic Woman reboot? Of course. Uh, I, I liked it. I'm a big Katie Sackhoff. I, I pitched her several times to be in a movie. All the times I get a big no, but I try. It'll work. It'll I love work. her in Longmire. It's on my list. Uh, Robot Chicken, The Flash, 24, Longmire. She was in Halloween Resurrection, which I did not know. i got to go back and rewatch that, uh, among others. Uh, again, she's played Bo-Katan in Star Wars, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and now live action in The Mandalorian. She was born on April 8th, 1980 in Portland, Oregon, grew up in St. Helens, Oregon. Her mother, Mary, worked as an English as a second language program coordinator. Her dad, Dennis, is a land developer. She has a brother, Eric, who uh, owns a vehicle modification shop in Portland. She graduated from Sunset High School uh, in 1988. She began swimming at an early age, and by high school... Wait, hold up. You said she graduated high school in 88? 98, excuse me. Okay, I was like, I'm impressed by her brain now. she's smart. She's eight. She's three years younger than me. Graduated five years... Set... Can't even count how many years ago. That's how smart she she is. She graduated numbers before me. She is SMRT. Um, Smarties. Oh, oh. Uh, she was planning to pursue a career in swimming until uh, she hurt her right knee. Uh, that led her to practicing yoga, which she continues today and pursues as an uh, interest in acting. Uh, she has a tattoo of a Japanese symbol of, for choice, also a crucifix on her left shoulder blade, and a Latin phrase on her right arm that means public property. <laughs> Interesting. Right? Huh? You know, like one of the things I always find fascinating about Katie said, uh, you're going to talk about her, I'll just say it. She, I am done with the, the oh, She constantly gets roles where she is a tough, badass, very strong woman, very good at, like, you know, just this sort of, in my mind, a male written superhero woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she wants a girly girl role. Like, she talks about it all the time. Really? So, like, I'm constantly like, okay, I've got this girly girl role, Katie Sackhoff, and she'll never, it never happens. <laughs> but I try. And I try sometimes. Here's my fine. You'll be in petticoats. Yeah. <laughs> How's your British accent? Her, her, her agent comes back. Will she be holding any guns? No, there's no guns in this. It's uh, it's uh, Little Women. <laughs> See, my question would be with guns? No, no, there's no, no guns. No, no. Oh, my my, my oh question my to the agent would always be, what, what does she want guns? Because we can totally write guns in. <laughs> Little <laughs> Joe has a machine gun now. I'm good. Okay with that. Straight up a bowfinger. <laughs> Movie pitch. Little women. <laughs> L-I-L. Yep. yep. Little apostrophe women. Yep. They got guns. Yeah. It's a soft sequel to, what's the one you like that I hate that's directed by Zack Snyder about the chicks? Uh, Sucker Punch. Yeah. So it's, it's a soft sequel to Sucker Punch. <laughs> it was so much shorter than how you said it. <laughs> Did we not get there? You got there. I remember. We got shorthand, baby. Yeah, we got it. You took the long way home. Are you ready for the mission report? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> The Razor Crest limps its way to the planet Trask, so it can deliver the Frog Lady and her Baby Yoda snacks off to her husband. Instead of landing, it does a triple gainer into the bay and has to be fished out by uh, a walker with the giant crane. Mando asks, uh, asks him on Calamari Dot Guy if he can fix it and gives him a thousand space bucks. 
And we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay, so if you were around in 1983 and your grandmother and your aunties gave you Admiral Ackbar and Squidface toys for your birthday, you feel right at home right now. Fish people for miles working the hard life of fishing. <laughs> Oh, look, Mr. and Mrs. Frog are reunited, and neither of them can count, so no one is angry at Baby Yoda <laughs> since he's been nominated on their eggs. Yep, Mr. Frog knows where there's someone who knows where Mandos are. Turns out it's a Mon Cal who knows a guy who knows where Mandos are, which turns out to be a Corn who knows where some Mandos are. All he has to do is just get on his boat for an episode of The Deadliest Catch. I'm Trask. So glad you made that reference. <laughs> So glad. <laughs> Great minds. So look, we've been watching this show long enough to know that this isn't going to go well. The corns want the Mando's Beskar. They feed the child to some sea monster and kick Mando into the water and cage him up. They're going to drown the guy and take his armor. Dude, we're going to be so rich. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a Y-Wing. No, it's Mandalorian, bitches. <laughs> They make quick work of the Quarrens, who are not going to make season two of The Deadliest Catch. Turns out trying to catch a Mando is way more deadly than fishing. Mando is rescued. The child is also rescued thanks to a Mandalorian lady who does a little fishing of her own. She pulls a toddler protected in his pram from the deep sea horror. Yes, explosives may have been used. You're gonna want a new pram. One of the three new uh, Mandalorians removed their helmets to introduce themselves. Din Djarin is not cool with that at all. He doesn't believe they're Mandos, and he demandos <laughs> oh to know where they got the armor. Oh, boy. How is the not dad on the table making that dad joke? That's a great joke. <laughs> it's a great joke. I wrote, I, I wrote demand and went, oh, and literally that's how that was birthed. It was birthed. I was, I was so proud of that one. <laughs> Oh, Dan, you're about to get a history lesson. Meet Bo-Katan. She's kind of a badass. Please check out Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels for more information. <laughs> also, quick note, she did have the Darksaber before Moff Gideon stole it. Kind of a sore spot there. So, it turns out that not all Mandalorians are the same. Din Djarin is a member of a cult called the Children of the Watch, who wants to bring the old ways back to Mandalore. Oh, Din's not having any of this, so he flies off with the child. He then runs into the deadliest catches family. And apparently they want to kill his pet in exchange for the death of their corn brother. Which honestly does that speak more to the value of the corn or the child. Anyway, except Bo-Katan and her crew save the day again. They offered to buy Din a drink, and so they talk. Well, you slide down. <laughs> Too much. <clears throat> Stay on target. <laughs> Trying to. <laughs> Over some dinner and some gawk. Parentheses, Klingon food. They make a deal. The, the Sasha is eating gawk. It looks worm stuff, and so it looks just like Klingon gawk. So they make a deal. Din will help Bo Katan on a mission to snatch some Imperial weapons in exchange for Bo leading Din Djarin to a Jedi. The child is dropped off to Mr. and Mrs. Frog's house where they're watching their recently fertilized eggs mature. Ooh, one hatch. Looks like we got a little baby Kermie. Aww. The four Mandalorians fly over to the Imperial transport, board it, and kill a lot of stormtroopers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The ship's captain orders his deck officer to stand, stand his ground until they get to hyperspace. The deck officer freaks out, locks all the doors, but traps the Mandos, Mandos in the dock control area where they send the dock officer and his Imperials out an airlock. They secure the weapons, but Bo-Katan alters the deal. She's going to take the ship. Pray she doesn't alter it any further. Yes. The captain calls Moff Gideon and says... 
Hey, these Mandos are going to take the ship. Moff Gideon tells him that he knows what to do and offers the Imperial Retirement Plan. (laughs) 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 Captain kills his crew, starts taking the ship down into the sea. Bo-Katan and her crew rush up to get to the bridge, where they're stopped by a group of stormtroopers with heavy weapons. Din Djarin is all like, cover me! Grabs his explosives and charges the hull, getting shot up in the right pieces of Beskar so not to hurt him. Uh, man, stormtroopers are terrible shots. Din Djarin throws ex- explosives, uh, troopers go bye-bye, and the Mandos take the bridge and steady the ship just in time because TV. Bo-Katan and the captain have words about the Darksaber, which leads to a suicide because, as we learned at the end of season one, Moff Gideon isn't as forgiving as the Emperor. Din is about to peace out when Bo-Katan says, Oh, go see Ahsoka Tano on the planet Corvus. You'll help him. Din is all like, This is the way. And deuces as he jumps off the ship, flies to the babysitter's house, picks up his kid, and goes back to the Razor's Crest, which is being patched up by the man Mon Calamari. Apparently not all Mon Calamari are great shipbuilders because this one is put together with fishing nets, fishing line, and a, perhaps an ancient sea chanty. And since this child was so good and didn't eat any of the frog eggs, eggs he gets a treat, some sort of sea mon- t- tentacle monster thing that uh, was totally going to kill him. But thanks to Mando Daddy, he has a nice st- snack for baby Kevin instead. Mm-hmm. The end. Isn't that sea monster creature a baby version of the Mon Mothma? What is that thing called? <laughs> Monstar. Monstar. Mon Mothma, no. No, Monstar. As, as horrific as her haircut was, it wasn't that kind of it horror. It looks like it, well, the critter. The critter that's the ape baby Yoda. Oh, maybe. That oh, yeah, I, think that, that's, I think that's the a baby mom, version. Mom, mom, it is mom something. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Momra, whatever it is, it's. You I said Monstar now. All I'm thinking about is Silverhawks. I think that's the. Ba- <laughs> yeah, I think that's the baby version of that, and that's what was in the suit too. Cool. I, I do like when the suit goes like, "Don't play with your food." Oh yes. My God, that was so can we? I, I mean, how? I've talked a lot. You can talk now. How are we going to approach this mofo? Because this is a beefy son of a bee. All I know is now I want to know about the like. I want to name the Imperial Retirement Plan. It's the <laughs> death. Oh, okay. Instead of 401k, it's right. just death. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, there's a lot. So first off, the fact that the, I, I love the Mon Cal in this. I love how they're introduced in the Corrin. Is that what yeah, the Corrin. I love how both of them are, are literally in fishing overalls. I mean, they're straight up deadliest cats. Right. No, but I love how the guy just stands the whole time. He's like, oh, look at this. He's just like, it's like my grand, my granddad was a shrimper, so I'm immediately projecting into my grandfather as he's watching some shit about, he's like, yeah, that's not going to work. He knows it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> my granddad was and then it flips under the water and he's like, yep. Yep. And he walks off. My favorite, I think, I think my favorite line in the whole episode is the Mon Cal says. So, so Mando asks if he can fix, fix the ship and he goes, nope, but I can feel it up. If it holds fuel, <laughs> just, there's a lot of good things. Like, that's great. Uh, so uh, obviously, like uh, uh, we see the, the baby stuff happen. I have a question regarding. So those were unfertilized eggs, yes. Yes. So did, sorry to be just how my brain works. So the next time we see the eggs, one of them just kind of opens up and a little baby swims out. Mm-hmm. So does the dude just blow a load in the water? <laughs> That's generally how frogs do. Yes, they yeah. sw- they swim over and how just. Do you, how do you imagine that? They it's swim like- over and fire for effect. <laughs> Again, like we said last week, you know the death, uh, Luke Skywalker, the Death Star, just 
<laughs> it's have, a way. Did, did you ever watch a crop no, duster? It's, the <laughs> it's a crop he dusting. Just runs by just, it. <laughs> he's not in the water, so he's got to run by it, and he like jumps over. And he's like, did I get it? You know, maybe he went into the tub. He's gonna, he's gonna bag him a womp rat. <laughs> anyway. I, I, that's how my brain gets on second viewing. That's how I got fixated. Okay, so I had a question that I wanted to ask Drew, yep. and now would be a good time. All right, so <laughs> after I talk about how frog yeah, well, you know, maybe you can. Anyway, uh, we talked about when we were all sort of, oh wow, it was Bryce Dallas Howard. She did a great job, right, directing you. You've said you thought she did an amazing job, Fantastic and I re- job. and I remember uh, last season that her episode, which was episode four, or sorry, chapter four, which. I enjoyed. Scotty loved. You didn't think was the best. It's my least favorite directed episode. So really, like, yeah. there's the president and the gunslinger. <laughs> no, I think you're better directed. The acting's way better. Okay, um, but my question is, as a director, how much more? Like, do you need to have a different directing style, or for an action? Packed yeah, episode times, like yeah. this, yeah. then as opposed to one that has a burst of action at the end, but it's a lot of drama and character building. Typically, like, yes. Is it easier for action? Because that's basically just beat, 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 no, no, beat. Action, it's just a different mindset. Okay. So the nuance of action is knowing to get all these cuts and timing all these pieces out and putting them all together, which is what Deborah Chow does so very, very well. Um, John Favreau obviously does that very, very well. He's a master storyteller. My problem with Bryce last time was I felt like it, the, the flow of it was very staggered. It was, they got it there because I'm sure they got into it, but her cut was probably kind of drudged on a little bit, mm-hmm. whereas this was very efficient. Episode Chapter 4 last time was a fairly long episode. Wasn't it like 48 minutes? I don't think so. I have to look it up. Yeah, but it, it was just more the, the performances out of it. In this case, she had nuanced performance of people doing what I thought was fantastic performances like mm. on camera wise, but then those nice little beats, but then she did very clever stuff uh, in the sense of like pulling away. So you, you don't need to see the Mandalorians hit the cargo bay button. Right. That's a wise directing decision, right? I'm sure it's written, but she's still making those choices and not getting coverage of it or mm. in the edit. Uh, the, the shot of the, uh, Jen flies off and then Den flies off and you have like the beautiful sunset shot and you see of them all flying off. Right. I think my favorite shot in the episode is them all kind of hanging on the razor's crest looking at the other ship. That's a badass it's, shot. It's a great shot. They're it's all like just going to... a gonna, teen drama right, shot. Though. It's so good. It's good. The sun's on them in the oh, right spot. So good. <laughs> but it, this was her, to me, if, if I were her, this would be my demo reel. Okay. I'm just, I wondered, so you're talking about how her... Oh, she's not going to have any trouble finding work. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, but... <laughs> well, that's and that's what actually was leading into my next question is if if chapter four was those long drawn out beats you were saying, um, do you think she was trying to emulate Ron? Because like Apollo thirteen, long, yeah. slow parts, good because you have amazing actors, good writing, and I think it was as layman as I am as a watching somebody as watching a movie from a director standpoint, I don't notice the things you would notice, but like. He does those long dramas that are good storytelling, but they're not necessarily action-packed. So was she... She and Filoni were the newbies on the last season. Well, that's what I was going to ask, because I can't remember. I don't think... I think that was her directorial debut. That's her debut, yeah. So... I guarantee you, she walked because I did every movie I made. I walked away from it, going, "I'll never do that again." I'm right. Make that mistake, and I didn't. And you innovate. So my action scenes got tighter and tighter the more I went. But my drama also, I, I started to understand pacing. Okay. A lot better. I think what happened was she did her first. She did a great job. 
it for what it was, right? Mm-hmm. If that's her first, I mean, your first thing is a freaking Star Wars show. Right. I'm nitpicking it because I can. Critical. <laughs> uh, then you move into this as your second follow-up. If you're following up with this episode, it's fantastic. So this is her Empire Strikes Back. All day. Just leaps and she bounds crushed, better I mean, than the first crushed, one. I swore to God it was Deborah Chow. I swore up and down, and I was like, wow, that is... And that's not... Like, that's a woman for woman. I'm not being sexist. Like, I'm not being a fandom menace, fandom menace right now. Right. It literally, I just didn't care for her style. Now I'm, I'm in. Like, okay. she's got... I think she's super good. Skeptical at first. Well, I mean, like, her and Filoni both being their first... Their first... Filoni's cheated a little bit, though. Well, animation and live action are different. I know, but he still probably has an understanding of story timing more so. I mean, he's he's no, timing. He's probably got no. I bet he's got a, a whole different understanding of story. Again, animation is a whole different animal. It's a whole other thought process for it. And they talked about it in the in gallery. You know, Filoni had Favreau right there, and so when he would do something, Favreau would be like, "Well, maybe you would like to think about it this way." I mean, like you know, Favreau's over executive producing around this, like because I mean, he's not going to let bad things go happen anyway. So I think I, mean, I think there's a lot of hand holding him for. Both both of them on uh, the first season. I'm curious if they were a little more reins off yeah. for her. Uh, and then I would I can't wait to compare it to Filoni's episode this year, which could be the next one. I don't know. <laughs> I know who's directing the next one. It's not Filoni. So it's got to be the fifth one then. Yeah. Don't you? I, so I, I was talking to somebody nice. earlier today. You got it. Awesome. You got to imagine awesome. Filoni's going to be directing the one where we see Ahsoka and we find out. It has. And we find out child. what, like, if we find out if Sabine's with her, if we're going to hear anything about Ezra, because if anything touches on Ezra, Filoni's going to have to be involved. So I've got to sidebar one thing so we can stay on, a little bit on topic and put it into the wacky world of weird conversations. I have a new thought on Sabine, and I'll bring it up later on. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Did you guys pick up on the fact that the. One of the things that I loved was a massive payoff that happened when he presents the Mon Cal credits. Yeah, the yes, flan. yes, I yes. Mean, so yeah. yeah, the flan. The flan. Yeah, the flan. First, first episode first of of last year. The first, very first episode. Chapter one. He, chapter one. He gets it. Does nothing what with it. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> That's what he says. He says, "What am I going to do with this?" Eleven episodes. Uh, yeah, ten episodes later. Here you are. Nine episodes later. Bam. Beautiful. Here it is. It was great. A beautiful story. Now. Yeah, so that was great. There's that hope that there's always those interconnected pieces that Filoni knows we're all looking for. Because I guarantee that's a little. I mean, that may be John too, but like. Well, there's a little connected, and even even with the simple, what four lines about we're from a different sect of Mandalorians. There's this, yeah, the, he's a zealot type thing. You know what have I been saying all of first season? Right, of correct, <laughs> but but to Just people five. people that a don't well, I listen to religion, people that a don't listen to us, right, or b don't really pay attention like I had a lot of comments on Facebook today saying wow major plot hole was just filled and I was like "Mm, I mean yes but no like they were talking about how in the cartoons you know helmets come off so now now that means Boba Fett is a Mandalorian or could be if that's made out of not plasteel well, that doesn't even matter. Oh, I think it's all. I think it's all Beskar now. I think it's all going to be Beskar. I think yeah. they're going to retcon. So, so, originally, and I think we talked about this a little bit like in the first the first episode of this season. Um, originally, Lucas has always been firm that Django and Boba Fett were both not Mand- Mandalorians, especially um, Boba Fett. He's a clone of a Mandalorian, right. Right. and Django's not supposed to be. He's from Crimson, uh, Crimson Dawn, but uh, they, in Rebels they made Crimson Dawn a Mandalorian planet. So, is it a creed or or a house now? So it's a whole. Oh, can of worms. So I think that's going to get wrecked, and I think he's going to become up. I, st- I still love their their sigil or their their emblem of the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the whole the whole uh, cries uh, family has a little penguin on their shoulder. Right. I mean, I know it's not, yeah, right. but all I see is don't push me because I am close to the end from Happy <laughs> Feet. Yeah, that's all I see. Every time I see their shoulders, I'm like, it's so cute. So that revelation, for, backing track to that, like when Bo-Katan, and I know it's her. Right. right? I mean, but she when, looks... But she takes the helmet off. Like, I, that was, for me... I like got gooses. There's a little bit of watery tears in my yeah. eyes, like of like that. Just Peed yourself magical, a little, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Just magical little moment of like, God, I love this. It's just yeah. so much fun. And, I mean, she even had the little headband. Oh, yeah, perfect, and she know. looks just like she did. I mean, as close as she could as she did. Yeah, and I mean, we saw last hour in Rebels. It was fantastic. And I was excited to see Sasha Banks because I've watched her as a wrestler. She's a she, fantastic. Wrestler. Was she in the cloak at the beginning? Yep. Yep. Okay. Because yep. I was like. That's a po- that's important. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, she cute. <laughs> oh, she's a lovely lady. So to have those bits was fantastic. Uh, to have those bandos exist was great. But but to me, the payoff of the entire episode is to finally hear uh, Ahsoka Tano's name uttered in real world, as right. real as the volume right. that the film on is. To hear that uttered real world is just utterly mind-blowing. Like, Yes, and that, I did a teardrop. That was amazing, but I also thought it was abrupt. I don't think so. She was just like, boom, go see Ahsoka. Yeah, but they just, they're, uh, they're pals. They but, are. But they were in a, I mean, how how much does uh, Bo-Katan now trust those people? Because th- weren't they in the diner when she said that? They were somewhere where there were people all around. No, they weren't. I have no, to go back and watch. Were they in the ship? Yeah, no, it's just the last thing she, she says, says to him. Just to him. Okay. Just to, yeah, it's the last thing she says okay, to him. So the question I... But they call him Jedi, so I, what other thing... That was my him? question. Oh, great. Was, up until now, we just know that his kind. He's looking for his kind. And then all of a sudden today, they know the word Jedi. Uh-uh. Bo-Katan does. But she doesn't say it. He says it to her. The armor... But Bokadon has not. She, but she would have known of Master Yoda. Maybe, maybe she has not. More of an opportunity. But to it, know but, him. It, but it was Din that said, "I'm looking for a Jedi." Right, because the armor told him about the Jedi. I don't remember her saying yeah, the word she, Jedi. She says the word does. Jedi. Does she? There were, yeah. the, there's a, a line of sorcerers known as Jedi. Okay. That's so the last episode. I wonder if he's thinking that's the race name. Well, no. <gasps> what if it is the race name? <laughs> wow. This whole time, <laughs> Holy shit. Yoda has been Jedi. <laughs> Wow, that'd be interesting. I win if that happens. I'm just saying. <laughs> so of you. So one thing, just real quick on that, if I could. Yeah. The one thing I thought was really fascinating was here we have uh, the Jedi as a as a as a hokey religion. It's a religion that exists, mm-hmm. and so is the, the Night Watch or whatever they're. Children of the Watch. Watch. Um, so they are also part of that same sort of hokey religion. I think it's fascinating that 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 it, like Bo-Katan's centered. She's a normal person for what that means. Um, she's a normal citizen of the galaxy, whereas you have these other two religious groups fighting. And it makes sense why uh, Children of the Watch would be butting heads with the Jedi over the lore of it is because they're going to see them as rivals in that capacity. I I like the fact that he just doesn't know. You, for... He's David. He's a he's a cult member. Right, but it's... So it's, it's fascinating to me for him to be as in-depth in... Space culture, like last week, he was cognizant enough to tell the New Republic, "May the Force be with you." And he just—you think he knows all this stuff, and you realize he knows nothing. Right. <laughs> and it's like he—and there's so much. Like this leads off to so much possibilities. We've got 
three quests now that has been presented us in this episode. We have we have to give the child to its people. Yep. Which I think is the long term goal of the show. It's not going to be. I, I I really doubt it's going to be like all right. End of the season. This is what how it's solved. I'd be really surprised yeah. if that happens. Two, the Mandalorian has to face facts with his his people. Well, he or, has to figure out who he is. Right. Figure out who he is. Is he a child of the watch or is he Mandalorian and go free Mandalore, yep. which is the, the it's, it's interesting because Mandalore is Sisyphus. It's always in conflict. And when you think it's in peace, the, the, the boulder rolls back down and they have to fight for it again. And so, and then you've got the quest for the dark saber, right. all just presented to us in this <laughs> media episode. So, <laughs> and as I stated to y'all in our conversation earlier today, I, f- I absolutely felt that quote from Obi-Wan in this episode for, for the Mandalorian, for Din, he's taking his first step into a larger world. Yep. Like he is a man of the galaxy. I mean, he's been all probably all over that outer rim doing, doing bounties, hunting, hunting marks, hunting pucks. But like once the the other half of the Mandalorian culture and the Jedi, like once that's open, it, like he's. Well, think about it. It's it's taken. What episode is this? Eleven. Yeah. It's taken eleven episodes for him to actually have the inciting incident that sends him him on the actual real journey. The real journey isn't delivering the baby. The real journey, the dark saber, these are all parts of that. But his real journey is discovering who he is and his place in the universe. Right? It's Luke. It's all that. That's why he's central focus. Right? right. He's literally just gotten sent on that journey for the Golden <laughs> Fleece. He's he's just now leaving. And so now we get to experience, and that's what's exciting to me is because they've opened it up. It also makes me wonder if Disney's paying attention. They've got a real opportunity to spin off and create a Bo-Katan series and just crush it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'd watch it all day. Idiots not to do that. Watch now that. you have a strong female lead. You get you get all the benchmarks of what Disney all, wants. All day stuff, long, would watch that. Crush it. I think I think uh, I think we'll be saying that too in, in a week or two about Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I think that's one hundred percent. We'll be saying that. About Sorry, <laughs> I was in my happy place about a Rosario Dawson led Ahsoka uh, Tano so, show. I, you, and I hate to say this because I know you like her. But you could get away of hiring Katie Sackhoff as a a one-time player. Of course. You don't hire Rosario Dawson for that. No, no, I agree. They have bigger plans for her. And so that's that's why that casting's so big. <laughs> and so, I, you know. <sighs> I'm so happy. But, but I'm with you. I, I, no, I, I just oh. love it just knowing that, that Katie has done long-form television multiple times right and she's so she's used to the structure she likes the rhythm of it that just fits into her nature i'm simply saying like disney plus needs more content mm-hmm. um and star wars right now is working like that this time frame there is people i saw a friend of mine uh super upset said it's too video game for him and he's a huge star wars fan right and it's like but is it though if all all video games are is just a story broken into little chunks that you play through. That's all we're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same. That's what all episodic is. Game of Thrones is a long ass boring video game. <laughs> what a disappointing ending. <laughs> but uh shit. Yeah, with the worst what was, I, in what was I gonna say? Uh Eli We're awesome. We are. We are. <laughs> Y'all are. Thank you. <laughs> Aww. Oh no. Di- oh, yes. More more content. Yeah. Especially, I mean, not granted, they're not going to have an Ahsoka series next week. They're going to have a, a Bo-Katan series next week. But now that, I mean, things are getting pushed back. Like Scarlet Witch got pushed back. You know, um, 
WandaVision, whatever, yeah. got pushed back to 2021. Like, But it has a date now, so we're good on that. But, like, even Black Widow got pushed. Like, everything's being pushed back. So, well, Wonder Woman for Warner Brothers. Now the talk is that they're going to do a very, very limited theatric release and throw that thing on HBO Max. Yeah. Because... <laughs> COVID, you just can't go right. to theaters anymore. You just can't. It's brutal. I work in a theater and watching that guy slowly die. It's, like, it's like watching someone die in a starlight. And he's got a good uh. theater. It's a cool theater. So it's like, I hate to see it. But I hope, it, I hope he's, I don't want to be sucks. suffering I for a thousand remember, years. I was at the office at 530. There's no one there. Oh. And you're just like, oh. and he's got staff. And, and he, Is he showing it. shows right now? There's Can nothing he? really to show. Yeah, that's the other side of it. There's nothing to show. Now, look, Disney's a bunch of assholes. The true story of the Disney's, I don't know if I told this on the air, but the true story is, and maybe I should, but basically they were trying to show football games to help make money because people would come see football. Right. And they were showing the New Mutants, which I've seen. It's terrible. And they're showing that movie, and Disney says, no, no, you can't preempt it. It's like the fifth week it's been out. And they're like, you can't preempt our movies to show football. Or we'll pull your contract. Pull our contract. <laughs> you can't do that. Wait. You can't lose Disney. Pull, what? They Don't they have... He's, he's only got the one theater? He's got three. But they were all tied up. Oh, I was going to say, show it at its regular times, and then play football when it's not supposed to be playing. I don't know. The problem is the football game was Alabama, so they're playing it like night. Nobody cares about Alabama football. That's roll right, Tide right. roll. <laughs> you heard me. Yeah. Kind of marry Roll Tide, do you? Aren't you a Florida State fan? No. Auburn. Are you really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not that's typical Auburn fan right there which, well, with little conviction. First of all, I wasn't until I was moved to Alabama and I moved to Auburn. You and I was a Syracuse fan though. I am absolutely. That's where I grew up. Oh, well, then good. So, and I chose Auburn because, A, I was going to Auburn High School and didn't want to get my ass kicked, and B, all my shit was orange anyway. <laughs> so, But, no, I actually haven't paid attention to them in the last four years. Of course. Well, I'd much prefer watching pro. That's my Yankee showing, is I'd rather watch pro football. And you've been, yeah, you're a Saints fan. What do you mean, yet? I'm a Saints fan. They're amazing. Well, they're not a Yankee The best team. half of football they're not ever happened Yankee last team. Sunday. Funny enough, though, I, funny enough, though, I, I like a Yankee team. So. Right. My dad loves the Bills. Die hard Bills. All my family's Bills and Jets fans. How do we even talk about that football on this podcast where there's some nerds' ears bleeding right, right. now? Right. Like, they're talking about that foot look, sport. Look, hold on. Sports ball. As a nerd... I love football. There's many nerds out there who like football. I like fantasy football. I like Final Fantasy football. I like it all. Speaking of, <laughs> we got chocobos and mocks. Speaking of, Black Friday Blood Bowl Edition Two. Come pre-order your copy today. Gamersandgeeks. Not only at, but yes. But mostly at. But not .com. Just come see me. Please buy from JD. Please buy from JD. Um, what else was there in this? Uh, uh, Let's talk about the Imperials. We haven't really touched on the Imperials. It's good. To, well, this is the first time we've seen Imperials since like the early. That are in operation. That are in operation. Yeah, they were clean. No, they weren't. I, I, I'm the second, the first viewing, I thought they were clean. They're not. They're remnant. So they've got their armor is not as um, um, shiny. There's okay. marks and stuff. I, I, I was, I was like, oh, look, clean in there, not <laughs> okay. Yeah, but they're cleaner. Right. They, they, yeah, they weren't on the plant. They weren't yeah, on. They're on, not on Tatooine. Dave, or dusty. Dave Nar- Navarro. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh homeworld, right? <laughs> That's where they come from. We call it Electra. <laughs> oh, nice. That's where I'd go home to. Stop saying. <laughs> um, so the bigger thing was that was fascinating to me. What was most intriguing about the Empire was that they were still in operation, assuming 
like they were still under the assumption of working order. Like they were still in a yeah. military presence. Oh yeah. And here's something I just thought of. How, okay. They made that trip from not Hoth to not Mon Calamari. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sublight. He ain't lying. Yeah. Sublight. So they didn't go to hyperspace because it would have killed the unfertilized uh, embryos. Right. Or whatever. Hey, so, could have so could have Kevin. It's, a, it's, a, so, it's 50 50. So way. we don't really have an idea of how long it took them, but it obviously wasn't forever. Right. Right. And probably a couple hours via hyperspace. So the Empire is operating on this planet where the New Republic is patrolling right there. Yeah. Like, if you think about how well, far away they were sublight, and the New Republic was right there. So, I, I, the New Republic also said they had just recently took jurisdiction of this that's part of the sector. So, there's obviously been some sort of conflict there, and so this is probably the last bits of that. There is no conflict. Um, the last bits of the Empire trying to hightail and get their stuff and get out of there. Oh, yeah. no, get I, our guns out of the water. Let's well, go. Think about, like, more, there's a de-escalation. There's right. like a de-escalation phase, and so I think they're in that process. Isn't that just escalation in reverse? Is yeah. there no? Is there actually such thing as de-escalation? <laughs> that was a nod to Bubba telling me there's no such thing as deceleration. It's just negative acceleration. Anyway, that's Either for way. the other nerds that yeah. <laughs> science so, nerds. So point being is like that they're standing down in the process of doing. And as Scotty said, I think they're evacuating out. Because they're going to go run off and make the first order. Because aftermath has already happened, or the the book, uh, the battle of uh, what's the, wait has it yeah yeah uh, Jakku Jakku's done. Jakku right? Jakku's happened yeah yeah okay Jakku happens like right after the destruction of the star. It's not very long after oh, it. Is it really? Yeah, it's real quick. I didn't realize that. It's the last. Ba- it's it, Jakku's is, is the last official battle of the Empire versus the Rebellion. So then you have the New Republic operating however they want to operate. Right. Same shady. And then you have... <laughs> Just their government. <laughs> the New Empire, whatever they're doing, and then somewhere out there's First Order fiddle farting around. So the First Order folks are like Hux's parents and stuff, and they, they all should be in the uh, unknown regions forming the First Order. Right. With whatever Emperor making oh, the Snoke. stupid concepts. <laughs> right. They're off into the unknown reason just, just jacking like off and being dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's just pretend that doesn't happen and right. Giancarlo Esposito becomes the new emperor. I'm telling you he has the force powers. I don't think he's been trained, but I think he has them. I think I already said last season. Look at his chest plate. It is very reminiscent of Vader's chest plate. Because it's a TIE fighter's chest plate. <laughs> it's, it's slightly different. Well, like, you look at him, he looks Sithy. Oh yeah, but he's got a helmet. He puts hoses in it so he can fly how, in space. How many, how many, how many emperors' hands are there in legends at any one time? A lot, but he, then all are inquisitors. He could have been an inquisitor. I mean, I'm just saying he could have. Like the the emperor is known for be like, oh, you got the force to come work for me. True. I mean, the, so uh, even like and he again, can wield the dark saber, and he still has all his limbs. So could Sabine. <laughs> yeah, but she's Mandalorian and had Beskar. <laughs> I will I will play the justification game. <laughs> she also wasn't that great at it, if I remember correctly. No, she was. She got really good at it, especially if she got angry and whooped the crap out of Kanan over it. Okay, it's a good episode. Solid as episode. So, Before that, uh, Gar Saxon had it, and he was he's he was good with it. So, look, the only the only other speaking John of the Mandalorian side of things was that I absolutely adored. The fact that uh, Bo Katan and her little crew, Costco and Axel Wolf, they did you notice that like <laughs> did you, did you kind of feel like 
did was just like, uh, you guys are just kind of leaving me out a little bit. Like, so, yes. He, they're just badass. They're like, fuck you. We're going. Yeah. And then that's why, I, again, then uh, the conversation we had earlier, that's why I'm actually glad. I know you sort of mocked it during your, your uh, report right. about him running up and blowing up. <laughs> that last ditch effort, but I was glad they gave him that beat because it was literally the Bo-Katan show, and it's not; it's the Mandalorian, right? But so it, I needed him to have no, some. See, I needed. I love the fact that they showed that he's not the end all be all. That there's some no, no more badass. I, I I'd like that, but yeah. it is not the Bo-Katan show. Look, I needed him to have that moment of quote unquote heroism. Well, well, they needed that moment too because so so she could justify saying, you know, your, your bravery will you know, will not be forgotten. I mean, she Bo-Katan's going to keep her word on this and she's like, "Hey, when you're done doing whatever this is, come with us." I mean, that was, there was a full yeah. invitation right there. Just like, yeah. "You go do this, figure yourself out, get that baby away from us, come join us, we'll go take Mandalore." Think about this, that opens up the fact that she did that opens up the entire door for Pedro Pascal to finally take off the effing helmet. Right, I yeah. think and I think actually kinda, work. I kind of think that's what it's about. I, I really think that he needs thing, to go to work. They justified the entire Mandalorian thing was not to fix the plot hole. It's so that they can be like, Pedro, you can take off this fucking helmet. And have better hair this time. And have better hair this time. Not bleedy. Not concussed. Right. Maybe, you know, it's a near get, give Cara Dune a little wink wink. Because I, I would love him... Because here's the, the the Western trope they haven't done is like when he he is either betrayed or felt betrayed by his team or family and is on the run. So he goes and you know leaves the the children of the watch who is we clearly a cult, right? Yeah. And goes on on his own, not wearing the ma- oh they hunted him. Oh, that, that's that's common. I think that's oh, common. oh the shootout at the Mandalore Corral exactly with like Death Watch versus where is our Star Wars Doc Holiday? <laughs> oh. We've Ooh. met him in, in chapter nine. Oh yeah, baby. You think, you think he, oh, call, he yeah. calls Cobb? No, oh, yeah. that's White Earp. <laughs> that's White Earp. That's he's a sh- he's a lawman. That's why the Mandalorian is. is yeah. Is. Nope, not a drunk. We need that kind of drunk swabby cart. We we need a Lando. He needs a Lando to shoot people. Is and that drink why it. you think Cad's showing up? Could Cad be your Lando? Oh, Could that, Cad be your your okay, your? So back to Cad Bane to trigger my thought. I Last thing I want to do it. is trigger you. Is it possible? Just again, this is tinfoil hat time. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible the boots at the end, the, the infamous boot discussion no. forever? Could that be Sabine? And she's tra- she's tracking him. Nah, they were too big. They we were they were men. They were men's boots. <laughs> they were men. <laughs> Manly men. Men and boots. Go back and watch. You'd be like, that's a man sized boot. But, yeah, but S- Sabine's tiny. She's a little As woman. As a cartoon. <sighs> They've been pretty accurate with everything else as far as size. So, I'm just throwing it out there. I said tin foil hat. I didn't be like, this is the end all be all so, statement of statements. So would you, would, you, would you cast a new Sabine or would you get Tia Sakar? Uh, She's about the right size. See, the problem with Ashley is Ashley's great. She doesn't like you. Can't make her look like us. So she's too short. She's too. Yeah. You know. And she's just too bubbly. Right. She's right. She's adorable. We love you, Ashley. But there's just no. Uh, just I like when I see Ashley X nine. Even there's she's done some uh, amazing cosplay as Ahsoka and it looks good. But it, like I still don't buy it because I'm like, oh Ashley. And then that's a big problem with it. But paint up Rosario is going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's excited. I'm so, Katie is like so ready. To, I mean, our table's listen, lopsided. My, my whole. <laughs> 
uh, obsession <laughs> with that sequence is if it it affirms to me that if we saw Flan mm-hmm. get paid off, those boots are going to get paid off. Oh, of course they're going to get yeah. paid off. They're not going to not leave we're that gonna, I'm telling you, we're going to see. He has no more bodies. They're gone. How do you know? They all fell out of the ship flying through space. He had nothing in it. Nah, they're, gone. They're, nah they're, they're, they're gone. They're safe and sound. Remember, they're, they're safe, secure in that carbonite. Nah, they're gone. Ming-Na is in the ship. Yeah. They're gone, She's going to make a man out of you and prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but does it get solved this season? How? Maybe. I don't know. Well, she, I mean, that's why I bring it up Sabine thing, because like, if that's the way we want to bring her in, you can bring her in some interesting way. I just, I, I would go like, I don't want to do the IMDb. Yeah, uh, don't they ruin stuff? Ruin by checking to see if Ming Na's in season two. Like, um, I don't want to do. I don't do know that. if they're doing that kind of stuff. They have been mostly good about updating per episode. Yeah. So I just saw something that leaked enough for me to put two. See, I still hadn't seen that, so I don't. So I've been, and I've been looking at it. I look at it every week, you know, when I want to do the recaps. But okay, so let's. I'm gonna shift gears. <laughs> Anybody else concerned about the name of the planet Ahsoka's on? Corvus. Anything ever named after a raven is bad idea. It's bad juju. It's also a ship in. Uh, Battlefront 2 uh, Inferno Squad. It's also a yeah. ship in 40K. It's called the Corvus Black Star. But I'm just telling you, when things are named after ravens, it's usually dark, ominous, and bad. Um, um, what's her name? Um, and it's not good evermore. What's her name? Uh, um, the girl from... Uh, Ipanema? No. Oh. Uh, from Battlefront 2, it's... Um, oh, uh, Iden Versa. Iden Versa, yeah. It's her dad's... His, his ship is the Corvus. So. I'd love to see her... Yeah, and, and and what's her face can play her because she has. That's who she in the. She did the motion cap. She'd be that would, awesome. That would make me so happy. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. She was yet another badass female. Oh, excuse me. It's like Star Wars. Has have you played Battlefront Two? I have it, but my kids have played it. That's Apparently, one is the, just that much better of a no, game. Play, no, 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 story. Play the story mode. Okay. Play. Oh, seriously, no, no, it's no, real no, fun. Because no, no. isn't it canon? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. And it's, I know she has like you know honestly, Verso has honestly, if we can, an X-wing card and stuff. It's <laughs> just me saying oh, this is me being old. If I can figure, we can figure out that Twitch stuff. We could just do it as a, a thing. We could because it's been a while since I played. And I've never played the second part. I didn't. I finished the first one when they updated. Ooh, for the, I haven't played the second one. So it's fantastic. So we can all play it together. That'd be fun. There's a great story. You play Luke too. Okay. Boop, boop. Don't you want to play Luke? No. I mean, I have. Luke. Luke. Make sure to speak spotchy. What I'm really looking for is somebody that understands the binary. Anyway. You're almost there. You're almost there. Binary language of moisture evaporators. Thanks. Now that we know that you're stealing the water from the barriers. <laughs> <laughs> this whole season has been a revelation. Right. They're coming to like. <laughs> He's doing sign language because he can't see it. Episode one, humans are garbage, stealing water from the natives. Episode two, the New Republic, garbage, right? Episode three, our heroes in a cult. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's going to just keep getting darker. Mm. So uh, so who's directing next week's episode? (gasps) Yeah. I wouldn't ask otherwise. If he's in a cult and they all get their jetpacks, would that be flyantology? Oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> nice. Do you really want to know? Because it is a spoiler. Ah, that's why I asked. All right. And with that would it be- will give nothing away to me. <laughs> yes, it will. Is it Filoni? You no. said it wasn't no, Filoni. Filoni's got to be five. I think he was five. 
It's Carl Weathers, right? Yeah. yeah so Carl Weathers said so we get Greek uh, Greek cargo back yep. in. I guess I care too. That doesn't mean anything. It just means he wanted to be involved in an episode. No, what? no, no, no. actors <laughs> don't direct. Actors don't just go direct. Uh, John Favreau. John Favreau shows up as a voice in the other thing. But that's not acting. John in front of the game. Just trust me. Yeah, he can do whatever <laughs> he wants. Carl elf. Was he an elf? No. Carl Weathers. Yeah, but he's become a director at that point. Carl Weathers is not going to do Ron Howard. Episode of a TV. <laughs> Has Ron Howard directed a TV show? Uh, yeah. Probably. Probably. Quit Tarantino put himself in the ER episode. He also directed that episode of um, CSI. M. Night Shyamalan. Who did? Tarantino. Did he put himself in it? No, maybe, probably. But I know Frank Gorshin was Tarantino's not an actor. Your argument is invalid. <laughs> he is no. So the truth is, like, actors will do that so they can He's really good in Pulp okay. Fiction. He's really good in, um... He is not... not good in Pulp Fiction. Oh, he's great in Pulp Fiction. No, he has good lines. His it's, acting is horrifying. Uh, I agree to disagree. I don't like Quentin Tarantino movies. So I'm out. His, he, he cannot Man. act. Except for, except for the new one, the Hollywood one. I, my favorite. In my, Desperado? Oh, God. I'm just f- trying to think all the bad times Quentin Tarantino's so, acting. So my favorite is Kill Bill. And I like it so much that I made JD to be a uh, a, a bear <laughs> in a Goldilocks. Have In a Goldilocks. So, so I... <laughs> So Mobile used to do these things, these like a pl- like theater scrambles, and so we got um, you, you know we drew different fairy tales for our team, and we drew uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and I had worked it out by the time we were got from the the place to where we started writing that I was just going to retell um, Kill Bill with Goldilocks as the bride. <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant! And so. JD is our papa bear at it, and so he's so he's like he's the fight at the end because you have to build it. So we you know we had we killed I mean I killed these bears. We killed baby bear at the end, and then we killed mama bear, and then he's, <laughs> oh we meet God. papa bear in Ireland drinking. He's got a Irish accent and because reasons. Yeah, it was, it was a choice. Was, was it a good choice? It was a choice. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a choice. It was a choice. So, so the funniest that we had swords oh, and God, they, the worst. That was the worst day. But so we're we're at the performance and, and the venue was terrible for this. But whatever. And if there was prizes, we'd have won this thing because I think our tooting my horn again. I think I, we we yeah. put out a good good piece. But so I've got the uh, actress playing Goldilocks um, fighting. JD, she's this big. Oh, she's tiny. She's like she's. It, it was it was perfect. It yeah. was perfect to, to, to be the Goldilocks, and so uh, JD's just towering over her, and they're fighting. And then we, you know, the scene in, in Kill Bill where um, Lucy Liu cuts Uma Thurman and mocks her, and then there's a quick cut bat, and was like, okay, this shit's gonna get real. So we we I put that in there, you know, the uh, Goldilocks version of that. And so when it gets to the point where the, the stuff's going to get real, they both hit and hit so hard that JD's sword snaps and snaps like with like six inches from the hilt. So he has he's Closer. now have like he's like that right. He has got like a nub knife now instead of a katana. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, it's bad. It out? oh yeah, they played it. They played it all. I'll, I'll send you the link. They, they played I tried it all to out. block with three inches. Oh, it, just like my wedding. <laughs> Night. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Circle gets square. Damn day, look. Twice today. So yeah. I. So um. So I. For I mean, insulting you earlier. I apologize. I apologize. 
remembered my, my line. No, my favorite line was at the beginning. Uh, you think this is you after because we we reenact the black and white scene, and so the, the, all the bears are around. Goldilocks is on the ground, and he's got a gun, and he says, uh, you, "You think this is at my worst, but no, this is at my most unbearable." <laughs> I mentioned all of this because Quint, that's my love. I love that movie so much. Um, me and my friend uh, Emily Carlin, who's uh, done some great art for me, we're putting it out as a comic book this year that's for two thousand uh, for twenty twenty one. So look for that on our Kickstarter. We've so uh, you'll get a free copy because okay. <laughs> I had to wear barriers. It was weird. <laughs> oh no, it was like a full Ewok. John, hey, John, John built all our yeah, stuff. John, no, John the right. built all our stuff, and so I felt like Chief Chirpa. It was you great. Just post that in the show notes. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll post in the show notes. Oh, God, no. Yeah. We need more people watching that. Oh, everyone should yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so proud of it. I would love to do it again. And we teased up a, a, a volume two, which uh, I'm now going to, uh, if the comic does well, I'm going to do it as Django Unchained with um, Red Riding Hood. <laughs> so, That's great. So, um, uh, good times. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, the memory hop of that came up, like, not that long ago. Because really? you shared it again. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, I'll, um, I'll, um. I'll share it. Yeah. yeah so shout out. You, you know. All I knew is I needed a tighter belt. I felt like, like what? Because the camera angle's all up my ass, like the whole time. Because, I mean, it's this venue, there's no light. Oh, God, it's terrible. It's all in shadow. You can't hear barely anything. Oh, you have terrible. to project. Can't hear barely. You can barely hear. Uh, but all I saw is droopy pants. Um, like my, my, my lack yeah, but you're going to be a little more pain. My, my lack of ass is like. Uh, Sorry. Right. Yeah. The. the <laughs> The bit, the lack of light ruins some of the bits too because we had um, the plane. The, so yeah, we have John's nephew, I think, or cousin. John's got a huge family, and John built this um, cardboard plane. And so every between every our scene changes, we, he would fly this paper plane in front of the audience, going and he stopped midway and he had he had a card cut, cardboard cutout of the bride on a parachute and would go. And that was our scene changes, but you can't really see that in the. And also, would say where are we going, like England. Yeah, you, you and, where you were going, so so yeah. wherever wherever Frankie was from. Frankie, we had her in Texas. Yeah, uh, that's right. A, Baby she, Bear was Texan. Yeah, no, no, she wasn't Texan. She was at Texas. She was at a porridge festival and uh, like a contest for porridge. Mama Bear was, was in Germany. Germany. She was, she was making German. She was making uh, chairs. Oh, got it. And then I was in Ireland because I can do an Irish accent. Because choices. (laughs) Don't judge my artistic (laughs) He said okay. I said okay. I went with it. (laughs) I wrote it. I went with it. Um, (sighs) That's fun stuff. Yeah. So, um, Carl Weathers, huh? Yep, Carl Weathers. Now we get Sylvester Stallone or... um, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Listen, I have no shame in that game. Bring him on. Our, um, oh, what's this? Part of the fun is Dolph Lundgren. Oh, he's a genius. Literally. Right. Part of the fun is seeing who's going to show up in these episodes to me now. That's right. what. That's like another little gag of genius marketing. Right. You know. If, what's, what's Carl Weathers' character's name? Grief card. I, I need card. grief to have a reason to say it's all in the hips. <laughs> That would it just be great. It could happen. <laughs> just, Probably. Who knows? It's all in hips. I mean, Favre, I guess Favreau is right on them all, except the Filoni one. Yeah. And so, so no Ahsoka next week, but I bet she's at the end. Of next week? 
like they get to her and she like low, uh, raises the hood credits. Oh, don't bum, do bum. that to me. I can't handle that. I cannot handle. I'll have bum, to call bum. my doctor after eight hours. <laughs> if oh, that God. happens at the end of the episode, bum, bum. I'll be like, um, it's happened. Did you take anything? No. Then you're fine. But it's still going. <laughs> I, I think we go that. for a week, man. You're talking about that's the end of the season. No, see, episode, episode, oh, episode. Okay, okay. Unless Not the, the season. season's only four uh, episodes long. Yeah, four episodes long. Terrible, then terrible. I will flip this table, that table, the other table. It's nine episodes, right? Uh, eight or nine. I thought it was eight. They're keeping it. I, I, it's funny. I'm 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 really excited for Mandalorian. I'm super 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 excited for for Mandalorian. I am. Um, really excited for Gallery. I want a second oh, season of Gallery. It. I love Gallery. It's fantastic. Because I need more. Imp- the, the the background stuff is like amazing. So it's inspirational too. Oh right. Good stuff. And exposes Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I I'm didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm glad there was extra words. I'm mom board. Mom board. Mom. mom star. Mom star. <laughs> She's a mom star. They're gonna feed her baby oh. Yoda later. Oh. <laughs> uh, on that note, um, guys, anything else? I'm yep. good. Kathleen Kennedy for president. <laughs> this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours, and may the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. This is the way. I'm not comfortable saying this is the way anymore, by the way. Because it's a cult? Because it's a cult. Would you like some Kool-Aid? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but we're cool with may the force be with you. Also a cult. I don't say that. Uh, you don't say this is the way, do you? Yeah, I usually jump in there. Uh, well, then just say you have spoken and walk away. Right, do that okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, okay. So, um, this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours, and may the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. This I is the way. <laughs> Over Scotty. Okay, okay, once again. All right, so. All right. This is par for this episode. All right, so. Right, all right, so all right, take three. Hold take on. three. Right. right, so <laughs> multiverse. May the force be with you. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. This is the way. No, not the way. Uh, I've spoken. spoken. This is the way. Yeah. So, got everybody know your cues. I was fine. You were great. You were great. <laughs> I was on my mark. You were great. <laughs> in fact, extra extra soda in in your uh, trailer today. Well, I'll make Thank sure you, you get some from Crafty. I'll. Okay. I'll <laughs> oh sure, the talented. Okay. JD gets extra soda. Why'd you pull my initials? One line. One line. Have you ever tried positive reinforcement with food with your actors? <laughs> yes. I feed them. Like, oh, you get to eat today. You guys, you can eat. I'll be like, no, no, here's an extra chocolate. <laughs> You've done really, really well. <gasps> That's my problem. We have these caffeine chocolates up front. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, ooh, ooh some chocolate. I was like, no, stay away. Not bad. Can you, like, can you see my pupils? <laughs> um, no, we can't. It's an audio podcast. <laughs> not you, you, not minus, minus. <laughs> this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours, and may the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. I, I forgot. <laughs> he has spoken. I have spoken. <clears throat> This is Scotty Sabin. <laughs> Our contribution to the multiverse. God and make yours. May the force be with you. You're gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> Mobcast Network.